Good morning. Hey, it's a beautiful sun in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with muralist Ignacio Garcia, who is putting the finishing touches on his massive Rialto wall mural called La Catalista. We're going to chat about his career, his vision, and the slight controversy surrounding his newest project. Today is January 21st, 2024. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. And we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming at downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android if you use our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to interact with us on the show, best ways are through Facebook and Instagram. And if you want more information about us or our book, listen to past episodes, you can do that on our website, lifealongwithstreetcar.org. And of course, we invite you to listen to the podcast on many of those platforms. I think most people are on Spotify and iTunes, but we're out there on a lot of others as well. Well, one of the uh, uh, side things that I do besides this show is... um, have a Tucson gallery, and uh, in there we have a lot of local artists, and part of that we get to uh, meet with them, and and uh, we do these podcasts called Meet the Artists, and you can get all those on our on that website, which is the TucsonGallery.com, and sometimes there's a little crossover, and this is one of those opportunities where we can talk to Ignacio Garcia, who's doing a mural on the side of the Rialto building. Uh, it's replacing an old one, so there's a little bit of a controversy, But we wanted to talk to Ignacio about his passions, his visions, and the mural. And this is recorded in the uh, Tucson Gallery studios uh, about a week ago. Today, we're talking with one of our fabulous muralists, uh, the very uh, well-known here in Tucson, and I think right now, right now controversial muralist, Ignacio Garcia. Yes. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this, Tom. All right. So the first question, how many murals have you done? 4,000? 5,000? No, actually, I I just counted them. I think maybe around 40, 50. No. These are just like for the public to see. But the residential ones when when I started, I'm sure there's probably maybe another 20, I think. So not much. Not much. No, you've done more than that. I'm, I'm sure I have. I literally went to my all my my resources there that I had, and I think it was around maybe fifties to wow, sixty. Not much. That, that 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 surprised me. I mean, I, I know they're they're big, so they're they they take a lot of time. I think so. I don't. I try not to rush it. That's probably the reason yeah. why I really take my time on it, and because. When you have something that speaks for itself, it stands out. So I really enjoy that. And so I don't try to mark my territory. So you're, you're a quality, not quantity guy. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I uh, had the privilege for the other podcast to do Life Along the Streetcar. I interviewed uh, a couple in 2023 who had recently gotten married. And for their wedding, they didn't ask for gifts. They asked for money for their GoFundMe site That's so you right. could do their mural. That's right. That's right. I was, I was quite surprised. I was honored and I was like, what a great idea. And just to kind of show his love towards his wife to have this beautiful mural and what they're all about. 
I was like, I'm, I'm, I was, let's do it. Let's do it. So I was really stoked for it. When I remember talking with him, I said, did you, did you ask Ignacio what to do? Did he give you an idea? And, and then, you know, what the, I get the response was, you know what? We gave him some thoughts as to what we wanted to be, have incorporated, but mm-hmm. we wanted him to have the freedom to create his vision of that. Yeah. And, and that got me thinking like, how, how do these murals get created? Do you go to someone and say, Hey, I want to do this on your wall or do they come <laughs> to you with a vision or, or do they say, Hey, we, we kind of like something that's fun and, and, uh, it's a little bit of everything. I think first of all is what they are all about. I like to kind of read their brains and kind of dissect what they're all like, what their personality is. And from there on to kind of do some research and then I kind of give that back to them and say, what do you think? And they just love it. And so kind of go back and forth. It's a sense of appreciation of what they're all about because, um, uh, I just like doing different things. I'm just very curious of what, how people think and what they're all about. And I kind of like to express that. So, and again, it's every project's different and I like the challenge of that. And I think just probably because of that, it's just learning along the way and getting to meet people. And surprisingly, it's just the information that I gained from that. Just a one-on-one person. It's just, I, I, I like, it's, a, it's addicting. I mean, so by the time the mural actually gets, by the time you start putting paint on a, on a wall, you, you've done this mural dozens of times in paper and yes. prints and you've worked back and forth. So, yes. So it, you, it takes me at least, uh, the research takes me probably twice as long to wow. do it right. Because um, to make sure to, the, the thing is that, you know, wherever the wall is at, you want to see what, how it complements the building and mm-hmm. the surrounding. You don't want to have like an eyesore that people would just kind of be like, like that's and it just takes away from other beauty elements around the the, the community or yeah. or the buildings. So I try to balance everything out because it does complement the surroundings as well. So, um, but um, I, I, it's I, yeah, I, I have to kind of make sure everything's fine. And sometimes you'd be surprised. I try to throw it in a little something ugly, <laughs> just kind of balance it out because um, I think that's one of my little tricks that I try to do because it's um, you have like. For example, five different renders to kind of start off. You have to throw one in there that's completely way off and just kind of weird. Um, just to kind of, you have to kind of refresh in your eye in that way. Okay, interesting. So, um, but sometimes they like that. <laughs> so <laughs> it kind of throws everything, it kind of throws everything off originally. But I love that adventure. And it kind of, um, it's just, it's always... It's, it's, it's just fascinating. It's, it's, an, it's, it's like exploring a new territory every single time. So when did you know you were going to be a muralist? At what point? I mean, did, did you, what were you doing before you were painting on walls? I was, <laughs> I was actually painting musicians like celebrities. And, uh, this was, was painting was, portraits of them or painting, I do paint, painting on them, like kiss, like going on stage. <laughs> where you- uh, yeah. Uh, like naked painting on their body, you know? <laughs> um, no, it's, um, portraits of, of what they, what, what they do. Because usually I used to work in the radio station or as a DJ. So I used to do DJ live, yeah, like mixing live. And, and so with that, you get to meet the artist and then before they become famous, you get to meet them in person. So that's kind of how I got my way into it. And, um, they kind of wanted some approaches themselves and finding now they became world famous, like Eminem, for example. Um, I mean, that can just go on like back in the early 2000s. So that wasn't in Tucson though. It was in Tucson and in Uh, Phoenix. Okay. So this was something that kind of come came unexpected in my lab. 
um, I was actually in Phoenix at that time DJing and I just, I needed to come to Tucson to get away from Phoenix for a bit. And it was only going to be for like three months and I ended up staying here and, and then working in the radio for Hot 98. And uh, yeah, so I was there for two and a half years, you know. Wow. And, and so uh, you meet these artists and then you would start, start doing like portraits of them? Started doing portraits. Yeah, towards the end, uh, Clear Channel took over. So it, was one, it wasn't the same. The creative freedom was pretty much gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so then was slowly we just kind of um, networking with them and figuring out a way to to help the, to, to help out the new artists. So it, at that time, you know, musicians were actually depending on the DJs because we were playing their music in the clubs to get mm-hmm. their word out there. So that's how kind of they were coming to us. We were more valuable at that time mm. and to see where DJ stand now, it's, it's unremarkable to new, you know? And so then at what point did you decide, Hey, I want to, I want to paint on walls. So, so then I had this guy that my sister was getting his hair, hair done by him, wanted a portrait of himself. So he liked it so much. He just came up and said, Hey, would you like to paint my ceiling? Like, uh, you know, he has this like really kind of, kind of Versace, you know, you know, elaborate, Mm -hmm. you know, ornate house. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a really cool idea. You know, it's like, yeah, let's try it out. It was just more like a fun thing to do. He trusted me. I was like, you know, we can, we could always repaint it. So it was something to kind of try out. Turned out to, it ended up being like three months doing that. Mm -hmm. Every, you know, it ended up being a three month project. That was my first mural. And so, um, surprisingly, (laughs) um, it just took off like crazy. So now I'm going to show you this real quick. That way you'll see what this is my gra- this first. Is, this is great radio, people. He's showing pictures. So the, I, I know. I, <laughs> this I'll, is I'll, fabulous radio. I would well, want you to 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 explain what you see here, real quick. Um, oh no, he's gonna put, he's gonna flip this around on me. Oh no. Uh, okay, never mind. I, I I guess I can't find it right now. Well, what, what we'll do is okay. we'll, we'll oh, post. Yeah, here we go. We'll, so this was my this, first mural. This is like the Sistine Chapel. Exactly. This, I mean, I'm, we got to put this on the on on the uh, the Tucson Gallery's Facebook page so they can see this. But yeah. This, this looks like it's the it's like a like, a, like the, a church in Rome, like done by one of the great masters. Yeah, that was me. That's I was twenty three years old. That's you. That's me. Oh yeah, we got to put this picture on Facebook so people can see that because uh, that that does not that does not look like you. <laughs> no. It looks like a little kid. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a long time ago, and that's how it all started. And then kind of word spread and then did a lot of these fresco kind of because at that time that was popular. Uh, and now now you see a lot of public work. So what, what, what does that look like? How do you get into the into the public setting? Is that do you do you audition for that or do people come seek you out? Um, at first, um, you just ask, hey, you know, can I paint your wall? Sure. You know, again, you know, you, it's a great way to kind of get your your name out there. But, you know, at first, it's, it, at, you know. Let me see. Ten years ago, people thought it was like, oh, it's kind of cool, but it wasn't as gravitating as it is mm-hmm. now. I mean, now it's like globally, pe- people are want to put um, murals everywhere. I think it's going to last for a long time now um, because it's the only way. It's like it's a marketing strategy, and overall, um, it's not like like social media that's always instant because now you actually see, you're actually seeing a big piece, mm-hmm. and so I think that's becoming an outdoor gallery everywhere. So it's I, it's going to pretty much going to last there. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I don't know how murals work across the country, but in Tucson, it seems like we spend a lot of time 
trying to create something that is appropriate for the building, appropriate for the neighborhood, appropriate for the topic. So it's it's not just something that's just a commercial for whatever the business is. It's really about the community. No, I I, I lib- deliberately that was my mission at first. This was like ten years ago um, to kind of create a kind of a an outdoor gallery. I don't know why. I think it was just a, it was a stupid idea that I had at that time because, you know, I always thought I was like, well, if people go to Italy and they see all these beautiful pieces in, you know, in the public and it's historic, you have these, see these frescoes and all that. So I'm like, why can't Tucson have that? You know what I mean? Or anywhere can have that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Tucson was a great place to breathe that. Uh, we are in our interview with Ignacio Garcia. It's part of the uh, Tucson Galleries Meet the Artist series. Uh, we're talking with him about his history and uh, his vision for murals. We're also going to talk about his newest one on the side of the Rialto Theater and a little bit about the uh, the one it replaced, which uh, some people are sad to see it go. My name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Well, as Paleo Dave was mentioning there, the TucsonGallery.com website, you can uh, listen to other interviews that we have done with artists here in Tucson. Sometimes they are on this uh, show, but um, we've got I don't know, 30 or so interviews out there. Only a couple of them have made it over to us here on Life Along the Streetcar. We're going to jump back into that. If you're just joining us, we're uh, interviewing Ignacio Garcia as part of the Meet the Artist series with the Tucson Gallery and uh, kind of talking about his vision and his history and uh, we're going to, in this second half, jump into a little bit more about some of the, I don't want to say controversy, it's kind of controversial, but it's really kind of a minor, you know, people are sad to see his mural go, but he's decided it's time for a refresh and update. And we're going to learn a little bit more about that here in the second half of the interview. Now, of course, the people here are just so open and uh, friendly and they're like, yeah, sure. So slowly started becoming that way in the public. But then um, I think uh, 2016, um, that's when it kind of started. But what it really, really started was after um, COVID, I think at the George Floyd, that that kind of made the statement mm-hmm. of, of putting the message across and somehow just kind of carried it on its own, surprisingly. But I'll never forget that. I mean, people think it's just kind of went on on its own. But I honestly think, I mean, it was the George Floyd uh, incident that actually sparked that and kind of put that message across. And because of that, it allowed artists to really put their, you know, their talent in, in there and then just kind of spread it that way. Well, and I think, I think the, the community impact is important. You know, economically, it's a huge win for Tucson. I mean, I, you know, in the Tucson gallery, people come in for the murals. They, the people come to Tucson to tour murals. I mean, the, the collective muralist population is creating a lot of economic uh, development for Tucson. Yes. And that's, that's something that I learned along the way that I'm like, you know, if this is going to be something that we can uh, provide and including with the other artists that I actually talked to them, this is actually during COVID. Um, I talked to, um, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Padgett and Jessica Gonzalez, Isaac Caruso, 
I was trying to get uh, Rocky Sci-Fi to kind of say, hey, let's just team up here instead of, you know, instead of being independently and kind of not knowing each other, I think let's just kind of collaborate. So originally I had an idea. I was like, so we ended up going to Joe's Paget's house and then we had a meeting and I was surprised that they they follow through. So it was really nice to the first time to actually meet other muralists Mm -hmm. exactly the same, I know, hard work that we do behind, you know, painting, you know, painting a mural. But, and then uh, since then, we just kind of felt like we understood the, the hard work that goes along with. So we kind of became closer because of that, because not many people understood the hard work that went, be, went behind it. So and it's hard to explain that to people that, yeah. you know, so we just clicked. And since then, we've just been helping each other out and uh, helping other artists and supporting them and and um, trying to influence other artists too as well i know when we when we started the gallery you were the the first person we approached and long story behind that which we won't get into here but one of your missions at that time was to make sure that other people had an opportunity to get into the art world it wasn't just about selling your work it was about giving an opportunity for absolutely. others absolutely that was my mission for a very long time um i felt that if um having these public pieces of work one thing that i okay the reason why i had a passion for that is because when i was living in la i'd see these beautiful works and during that art movement of the street art that was happening at that time with you know banksy and uh, shepherd Bear, uh, shepherd fairy you know the invader these were like the beginning stages of the street art so that was the kind of the the beginning of like being street art finally getting accepted and then but i was there i was there to see that that development happen and so and i'm like why tucson cannot have this type of quality of work so and then and then i was like well let's see where it goes let's see where you know putting this types of work and, and putting that quality into it because this is exactly what i felt that tucson needed yeah, because that- before it was the art world in Tucson wasn't not like well received and, and it was just devalued. And that's what really aggravated me. It's like, you know, people are, you know, people are really working hard to sell a painting, but they're getting less value mm-hmm. for it. So then I decided like, you know, people need to be exposed by, you know, by this. And so that's why I decided to push it hard for myself. And I'm doing this by myself in some cases, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I, I, it's like, it's something that I have a mission to do to, to, to kind of influence anyone or a young artist or any artist that has that, that ability to do that or wants to do that. So, yeah, I know you've been very good with your time. And if you follow Ignacio, you know, and reach out to him on social media, he's usually pretty good about responding and, and uh, where he can providing some guidance. I know you've been very helpful to a lot of young artists. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, whatever I can do, uh, any tips and stuff, um, more than happy to do it, but it, it's hard, man. It's no joke. It's a, it's a hard, uh, you know, medium that to, to get yourself into. I mean, I'm like, I'm already like, like, being outside in the cold, freezing cold, you know what I mean? The weather's unpredictable. I went, I went up in that lift one time with you just to get a, a experience. And I'm like, whoa, this is like, it's vertigo up here. And, it's very vertigo. And then this thing starts shaking. You're like, man, you got to paint on that thing. I, I, absolutely. So that's why I wanted you to come because I, it was very important to me too, for you to describe it, how it is as, as a muralist, you know, in that level, you know, and like, I'm like, my face is halfway burnt because, you know, there's so much sun that kind of reflects back to the wall. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like freezer burnt, you know? Well, we're, we're part of an event today called Meet the Artist, and, and I'm going to start wrapping it up here because we got a pretty big crowd waiting to meet with you. And uh, but part of the reason why, and I, I 
kind of can't let this go without yeah. circling back. It's exactly. a controversy. So you, we've had a mural on the side of the Rialto since 2016. Yes. It's a, called Jack and Bill. It's a jackalope with, with Bill Walton as a, a little cowboy riding this jackalope. Yes. And um, after seven years with uh, with you and the Rialto, it was, it was time to change this. And, yes. And and so what goes into that? I mean, this like what makes that decision for you? So uh, let's start off with this. First of all, um, the original idea was actually a little girl riding the jackalope. It was a representation. Are you calling Bill Walton a little girl? I'm not. I'm in the <laughs> middle. I'm in the middle. I don't. I can't decide. So uh, to be honest, it's just uh, when the the rodeo days always they happen here, and I'm like, this only Tucson has this. So I'm like, what a great way to kind of represent Tucson that way. You know what I mean? So I thought of like, well, you know, instead of having a horse, you know, or like anything. I was like, how cool would it be a jackalope would be? Because not many people knew what a jackalope was. Mm -hmm. And so, so I came up with this concept and I just like, this is great. The day before I started, wanted to start to paint, they ended up changing it to say, Hey, can you change him? Can you change it to Bill Walton? And I'm like in front of all these people here. And I'm like, uh, who's Bill Walton? <laughs> and they're like, what? You don't know? I was like, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm just an artist. If you don't know, Bill Walton is a sportscaster. He's, he's a former basketball player. His son played at the U of A. Um, and, and if you listen to U of A uh, broadcast, he is sometimes, he's a little bit verbose. And that means some people like him, some people don't. But yeah. but a lot of people, if you follow U of A basketball, at least know him. Exactly. It's amazing to know that this, just even just the opportunity to know that that change, I it was completely unexpected on my end but to know that that controversial uh situation um definitely um kind of put me in the middle of it but i'm still the same i I'm, yeah. i don't know I, i'm not into I, sports so i'm not i don't know, I don't know much where, where you, you would have any time with that yeah so it's like one of those people that really hate them or people love them or just don't know so i'm in the category that i just don't know because i'm not into much of the sports so but then, sorry but then that's been up there for a while and and now what you're painting is tell us about the one you're doing so the reason why it was for a while i've been wanting to to paint over it because it felt like it didn't feel like it was downtown it's more like a university kind of a uh, perspective and so um and then and then didn't get the chance and then now a new owner's in involved so like now finally kind of that got that gateway to be open so it took a while to kind of get this opportunity going but finally it went through and then um and i felt like something that kind of again i it says of uh of an identity of what Tucson is. Uh, people love the empowered woman. So I'm like, well, maybe I can kind of branch it off. But now it's like for the first time I could actually paint something that I, it's really about me in my style for the first time I actually kind of expressing myself as an artist. And I'm, it's bizarrely to go back to the traditional ways um, or traditional art. Um, it's just interesting because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's the time consuming, but I'm so devoted to it to make it look just perfect and, and um, to really reflect on Tucson, what it is, because I mean, to, to know that one number, number, number another thing that I really uh, wanted to kind of um, connect to is that the growing music scene that's coming here to mm -hmm. Tucson. Um, and that felt like I needed to have that, uh, connected for the future of the, to see how, how far it goes. So, in so before we wrap up though, tell us a little bit about what the image will look like. And, and of course we'll have this on the Facebook page and you'll see it as, but it's a uh, like a guitarista. Uh, la, la, yeah. La guitarista. Yeah. The, 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 the woman in the guitar. Yeah. Or the female guitarist. And it's very beautiful. It's very colorful. If you've seen the empowered woman, it has a similar style. Yeah. 
Um, and it's, it's just, it seems appropriate for the side of the Rialto. Yeah. And, and, and I want to make this clear. This is something that I did not, uh, lean to lean to that style. I mean, it's just because it's something that people can really connect to. So I, out of respect, it's just like, I think it's the right thing, how it's kind of sh- shifting on its own. And to see how Tucson is actually, to be honest, I think Tucson is actually shaping it the way it is. So I'm following and listening to the people and valuing and, and see how it's evolving. And, and that kind of rep- represents uh, what I'm what I'm used to, what I'm seeing on the, on, on the Tucson scene. So this is not my major it's, perspective, it's, it's but our community, but it's 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 something that kind of had how the community kind of uh, made this in this way. Ignacio, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you, Tom. I wish I could have talked some more about it, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll we'll, uh, we'll get you back on. We'll do a second version of this. <laughs> All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. That is Ignacio Garcia. Uh, we were recording that as part of our Meet the Artist series from the Tucson Gallery. Uh, we had Ignacio on the, this show uh, about four years ago. I think it was in 2019. Um, five years at this point. Um, as he was finishing up running of the pinata. So if you go to our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org, in the search bar, put in Ignacio or pinata or something to that effect, and uh, you can bring up that interview we did. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. Support for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery. Located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street, the Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to thetucsongallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery. Well, we're wrapping up here pretty uh, rapidly. This is episode 280. Um, and uh, I want to invite you to stick around for a bit and listen to Ted Brzezelski as he interviews writers and others in the labor movement as part of his show, Words and Work. And then Ty Logan at the top of the hour, back into the music at 1 p.m. If uh, you have anybody out there that uh, we should have on the show, make sure you let us know. Uh, you can share your comments, your questions, your concerns through our social media. Uh, and if you have a Tucson-focused social media account, um, you know, let us know. We, we'd like to collaborate with you and uh, share all that information that you've got to make a more impactful community dialogue as always our uh, opening music is courtesy of Ryan Hood and I want to thank James Portis as our production specialist well my name is Tom Heath and I host and produce this show James does a lot of the work behind the scenes to make it uh, make it accessible through all of our different platforms and we're going to leave you with music today um, by uh, Antonia Jimenez she's a Spanish guitarist and we thought we would do this in honor of Ignacio's newest mural. It's a single from 2021 called Materna. I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more life along the streetcar. Mm-hmm.